Today's first email comes from an amazing 12-year-old kid from Manchester. Shmaka kid. His name is Shmuli Weisish. He watches the shir every single day and he says, Mazda Rebelli on your 40th birthday. I wish you that you should have many, many more Talmidim. Thank you, Shmuli. Second email is from Yehuda Shuster. I think this is going to get him into trouble. He says, I'm hooked. I'm, I just started listening to your shir on all that a few days ago and I love it. I'm at home under quarantine and can't go to my regular shir, so I found yours. And that'll be hard for me to go back to the shir and shul once I'm out of quarantine. Good luck. Review the holes that once it's usher to eat chametz erev Pesach, that that time of the day came. If you forgot to do bedikas chametz, it's too late. Don't do bedikas chametz because what if you find chametz in the bedika? You might come to eat it. The question is, what about chadash? Does the isidur raisa to eat from the new crop before the second day of Pesach, before you bring the carbon oimer or in our days? Before the second day of Pesach, by the way, according to Moshe Rishonim, does the Issa Raisa even in our days to eat Chadash, even in Chuzlar, there's a heter from the Bach, there's a heter from the Ramah, but it seems like Moshe Rishonim, the Mishabur, seems like he holds that it's Asr Bismanazet. The question is, the Gemara says that once the Omer was brought, flour and toasted grain was available immediately. How did that happen? Obviously, they harvested the grain before the Omer was brought. The question is, according to Rabbi Yehuda, shouldn't we be concerned that he might come to eat from the grain as, he har- as he's harvesting it, just like he might come to eat the chametz as he's looking for it. So the Gemara gives a number of answers. One of them is that you have to harvest the grain with a shinui, a hacker, do it differently by hand. The Gemara is daicha that. The Gemara says a concept called badal, and the Gemara goes in the entire sugya in Rebuda in badal. And that is that a person knows to differentiate, a person is very careful when it comes to chadash. For many months he hasn't been eating chadash, he's not going to come to eat it today. Chametz. It's something you eat all year long. So you're used to eating it, you might come to eat that beautiful glazed donut that you just found. Rava says, you could say a different Svar and Rabbanon. We're going to say the opposite. When it comes to the Omer, then we are, we're chayshish that you might come to eat the Omer. Therefore, Chacham, we're not happy with the people that had flour ready immediately. But when it comes to Chametz, if you're out, you're searching to destroy, you're not going to come to eat it. Because that's your whole purpose, to destroy so review this says everything is dependent on Badal, and that's why when it comes to Chametz, a person is not Badal, he's, he's busy eating Chametz all year round, he'll eat it today, so you have to be Geyser. Chadash he's not eating, therefore we don't have to be Geyser. Zalacha, when it comes to Shabbos, we say it in Bamehmet Likin, so don't take an egg with a hole in it where oil drips out into your candle, because you might come to use the oil. Review this says it's not a problem, not concerned. What about Badal? All year long, all day long, you eat, you drink oil, you use it in your salad, you might come to take it. The answer is because it's Shabbos today, it's Chamer, you're not going to use it. Can you use a rope, make a knot in a rope on Shabbos to tie your pail in the well, knowing that you're going to undo it immediately because you really need this rope? Chevel Gardi, it's a measuring rope. Once again, according to Chachamim, it's a problem because they go with the idea of michlat. Are people going to be confused? People will confuse this rope with a regular rope. And maybe they say it's also. Rabbi Yudha, on the other hand, says it's mutter because Shabbos is chomer, as we said before. And will be very careful to undo it and it shouldn't be a kesher shakayama. Now, there's a halacha regarding the ktira sa'imer, ktira of just a regular wheat and barley, it's usher to harvest before you harvest the oimer. 
However, if you're harvesting from an inferior ground, such as a place that needs irrigation, not rainwater, so the barley is inferior, then it's mutter to harvest there. Especially if you do it by hand. The halacha is, a bachar, the firstborn animal, goes to the kayan. What if you have to let blood from this animal because it has some blockage, it has some pressure, you have to relieve the pressure. Ravid is concerned that if you make a hole in this animal, you might create a mum, you might split its lip, its ear, you might break, take off a piece of bone, so it's usher. Why is this different? The truth is, this is kachim, and a person is very careful, he's bottled from kachim. Gemara says there's a new kind, called Adam Baalam and A person, when he gets into a panic, because he's about to lose money, if we allow him to make a hole in a place where it doesn't cause a mum, next time he might make a hole in a place that does cause a mum. But Chacham say, if you don't allow him to make any bloodletting, then certainly he'll be so panicked to let blood. So at least let him do it in a place that it's mutter. When it comes to combing animals here, there's a, there's a distinction between using a comb made out of wood, which has wider teeth, and you cannot use a comb that has that's made out of metal and has narrow teeth because that will harm the animal. Over here, we don't see the concept of a bowl because it's just tsar balachayim. If you don't comb the animal, it'll be tsar, but it won't. It's not like you're going to lose the animal. And we're not going to confuse the larger comb, which is mutter to use, with the smaller teeth, which is usher. Says the Mishnah, according to Rameir, you could eat chametz in the fifth hour. You just have to make a separation between achilos chametz and bir chametz one hour. And that one hour is the sixth hour that we burn the chametz. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you cannot eat chametz in the fifth hour. You have to make a two-hour separation. You toila, you don't eat and you don't burn in that fifth hour. Rabbi says that chulen... You could, you could only eat in the fourth hour. In other words, you cannot eat regular food in the fifth hour like Rabbi Yehuda. But he says when it comes to truma, since it's also to destroy truma with your hand, you could eat it in the fifth hour. But according to everybody, you burn the chametz in the sixth hour. Says Rabbi Yehuda, there were two breads that they put high up on a bench and everybody saw and they knew that they could eat chametz then. When they removed one bread, that meant stop eating chametz. And when they removed both breads, that meant burn the chametz. There's a mission in Sanhedrin that says that if one witness says that the murder happened on the second day of the month, and the second witness said it happened on the third day of the month, but they both agree that it happened on a certain day of the week, then it's a good Eidos, because they just, one of them made a mistake on Iber HaChaydash. But if they made a mistake on two days, that's not a good Eidos, you don't make a mistake on two months. What if they made a mistake on hours, and that has to do with Chametz? One said it happened on two o'clock, the other said three o'clock. It's a good Eidos. If one said at three o'clock, and the other one said five o'clock, According to the mayor, it's not a good Eidos. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it is a good Eidos. But five and seven, according to everybody, is no good because there the sun is in a different position and everybody knows that it's a different time. There's one Lashon in Abai that says, according to the mayor, a person doesn't make a mistake in time at all. When they're coming to, witness, to say witness, testimony, there's no, there's no mistake at all. So what happened was the story, the murder happened either at 2.59 or at 3 o'clock. So therefore, the person that said that it happened at 2 o'clock, he meant 2.59. Versus 3 o'clock, he was right. According to Rabbi Yehuda, you make a mistake in a half hour. The story, the murder happened at 4.30. The guy that said 3, he meant the end of 3, 3.59, which is almost 4 o'clock, so he's off by a half hour. The guy that said 5 o'clock, he meant exactly 5 o'clock, so he's also off by a half hour because the murder happened at 4.30. According to the second Lashem, in Remeir, a person makes a mistake in a mashu. So once again, the story happened at the end of the, the second hour, 2.59, or the beginning of the third hour. This guy said it happened at 2, this guy said at 3, so they're off by a little bit. 
according to Rabbi Yehuda, the mistake is, in an hour, a person can make a mistake by an hour and a little bit. The story happened either at the end of the third hour or the beginning of the fifth hour. So if it would happen at the, at the end of the third hour, so it's only an hour, he's off until five o'clock. And if it happened at the beginning of five o'clock, at the beginning of the fifth hour, so the guy that said three, maybe what he meant is 3.59. So now he's only off by an hour and a little bit. Have a wonderful day.